Welcome to Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast, where we hear real stories from real people and we tackle all sorts of fun topics in the areas of business, marketing, entrepreneurship, mindset, the arts, and well, life itself. It's amazing what you'll pick up. Thanks for joining us. Darren Saul here, your host of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. It's episode 209. I have a super fun one today and a super interesting one. Belinda Mendoza is here all the way from Austin, Texas. She's joining us to chat about how to use Feng Shui while working from home so you prosper in record time. And I love it. So welcome, Belinda. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm just delighted. Ah, thank you so much. Like Feng Shui has always been something fascinating to me. And I've always been fascinated by the Eastern philosophy and the Eastern mystic arts. And so I'd love to, we'll dive into that a bit more in a minute, because I want to know about how Feng Shui came about, where did it come from, and then of course, how to use it and you know in our lives. But for everybody who doesn't know Belinda, Belinda is a prosperity designer and feng shui expert based in Austin, Texas. She has been helping people succeed for over 20 years by optimizing and realigning their work and home spaces for more harmony, energy, and prosperity. So welcome again to the show, Belinda Mendoza. Thank you. Thank you. I love the subject. Obviously, I've been you know practicing it and using it myself for over 20 years. Wow. And, you know, it's it's funny when we talk about our workspaces, everybody since COVID that are now working from home, they worked in an environment where everybody else took care of the the safety and the um, the lighting and yep. everything about the environment for them. That's right. And so they then they come home and they think, well, I'll just start working from home. And, and they don't think about any of that. Yep. Besides the alignment of the space, we also have to think about optimizing our environment for good health, safety, uh, energy, good lighting, just the way we would if we were in a regular office building. Yep, absolutely. And so, funny, you've important. mentioned you've mentioned on another talk that I've been on that I've heard you about where to put your desk and where to put your lighting. And unfortunately, my place is weirdly designed and I'm kind of breaking all the rules. But <laughs> that happens. That yeah. happens for a lot of people. We try to with people that you know where they're in a space and maybe it's an apartment or a condo and they're not going to be there permanent and they don't want to make permanent changes. Mm. We we come up with different solutions and options yep. that are better than what they might have that yep. would improve that yep. would increase what they're doing. Yeah. Um. But yep. yes, you know, for me, I uh, you know, was in this medical device fields of. Uh, ex-social worker and as a teacher didn't make much money so I got snatched up by a pharmaceutical company and I really wasn't a fit I mean I did well but I wasn't in alignment with that mm -hmm. industry yeah uh, medical device sales which was more consultative selling yep. so I would be going into the OR and working with the doctors and sharing the products it was my, way more up my alley but after years of doing it and and realizing that you know, there, there's a lot that you can gain from that. There's this work-life balance that was missing. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a ch giving myself a chance to enjoy the fruits of my labors. I was on the road all the time, yeah. never home. Yeah. 
and I wanted something and I wanted to resign after about a you know 16 year career and do something creative that I enjoyed. And I had a friend that introduced this to me. She was a very well-traveled lady that I met at church. And she just said, have you heard about this art that if you move your desk around, you can you know, boost your career? Wow. And I said, no, but I'm fascinated. And I, like you, I was very interested in Eastern um, arts yep. and um, also in energy. Yep. I was fascinated with the idea that, you know, how energy moves in our body and, and in our environments. And so there was only one book at the mar- on the market at the time. And I just, you know, did everything in there. And I found a feng shui master out of New York. Wow. He did my home by phone. And everything I had done on that book, I mean, every line I did except one thing. Wow. And that's the very first thing he mentioned. Oh, really? And it was very ironic because he said, first off, before we go into anything else, how's your front door? Right. And I, of course, my question to him was, you know, I had my career was not I wasn't getting promoted and, and pay raises like everybody else. And I was doing the right things. And so I wanted some help in that area. And he said, well, before we go into your office and everything, he says, let me ask you this one question. How is your front door? And I said, my front door. He says, yes. And I said, uh, I don't use it. He said, why not? And I said, well, it's stuck. Yeah. And I said, he said, stuck. Okay. How long has it been stuck? And I'm looking, I'm going about two years. Oh, I use the garage to go in the house. There you go. And he says, well, how long has it been since you had a pay raise? And I'm looking and I'm going two years. Oh, no way. And so I'm getting the chills. I'm going, yeah. wait a second. Okay. Yeah, he goes, yeah. In the art of feng shui, everything is energy. Yep. And it's called chi and it flows. And it flows through the, the architectural front door. Yep. And so if that's blocked... And in in a in the western part of feng shui, the front door is called your career. Yeah. Um, there are life areas to our house in feng shui. Mm-hmm. So he said, you need to get that door fixed and start using it. Maybe. And so I said, okay. And so we did other little things in my office. Okay, not a whole lot. The very next day, I made a phone call to get the door fixed, and it was like this guy shows up. He takes it off the hinges. He fixes it. I get ready to write him a check. He goes, you don't owe me anything. I said, what do you mean? He goes, oh, I'm the one that put it in years ago. Oh, my God. No and I had, we had just moved to the to this town. And I said, really? And oh he said, God. oh, and by the way, I'm the mayor of the town. Oh, my. There you go. Look so at that. I'm like, I'm not only getting my door fixed, but by the mayor. Yep. And it's for free. So, <laughs> and it's for free. Yeah. So I'm thinking there's something to this. Oh, yeah. And so then the very next day I get a call from my company to move to another division if I choose to. No way. They're, they're expanding. And I wouldn't have taken it. It was a lateral move. Yep. But I, because of the energy idea, I yep. said, you know, I'm going to do it because I'm stuck here. Yeah, love it. I did that. And literally in two years of time, I had more pay raises, promotions than I had in the previous 10 years. And it just kept moving. I went from a sales rep to a, to a national trainer, to a district manager, to a regional and a VP of sales. When I resigned, I was a VP of sales. Wow. So, I mean, it just went. And during that whole time, I was continuing to learn the art of feng shui. Yep. I got training in the U.S. And then I finally found a master who was teaching in China wow. in the yep. formal art. Okay. And then I got to learn it, you know, from the classical. But I was still working. Yep. So when I came back, I did about 50 people's homes and businesses, friends that I knew over about seven months for free. Yeah. Because I just wanted to see what it was about. Yep. Use, my, use my teachings, what I'd learned, and see if it helped people. It helped everybody. 
Amazing. So I said, that's it. I'm taking, I'm going to take a leap of faith. I'm going to leave my company. I'm going to do this full time. I can always go back if it's not right for me. But that was 23 years ago and I haven't looked back. Incredible. And you know, something that you mentioned really struck with me because, you know, obviously we were talking about the energy from an architectural point of view. But when you said, you know, things can be stuck. And as you mentioned, you know, new opportunities for work came about because you were stuck in your work environment or your work place of mind. It's you, you can also draw parallels with Feng Shui in terms of how you think. You can have you can be stuck mentally, not only physically. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can tell you that I have had people where I have feng shui their homes or their businesses and they had magnanimous results. Mm. And then I've had people and I didn't do very much. I did some things and I helped them. And other people, I mean, I spent a lot of time with them. We moved things around, what have you, and they had very few results. The yep. difference was the mindset. Wow. Very this person was really was ready to go. This person was very afraid. Yep. They want all these things, but then they're afraid of it. You know, yeah, what is it going to yeah. mean? Yeah. So, yes, the inner there's so much energy and thought. The law of attraction, that whole series yeah. and philosophy yeah. is so important to this. And so I have to really talk to people about that when I'm working with them. And I, that's why I always start with an intention. If it's yeah. a CEO of a corporation or if it's a homemaker, I start with an intention. Love what it. is it that you're really wanting? And are you open and ready to receive it? Exactly. So you could go and, you know, rearrange and realign your work and home spaces. But then you have to be prepared mentally to actually action any of the great opportunities that come your way because of that. I had a feng shui master said, it doesn't help to feng shui your bedroom if you never go out. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, you want, it. you want a new, if you want a new partner, okay, yeah, <laughs> it, it yeah you, you have to get out. Yeah, very cool. So it's really, it's very yeah. much a holistic um, way of yes. thinking. It's not just about your environment physically. It's body, mind, spirit, yeah. uh, and your and your mental, obviously. Yeah. And you know, you asked about the 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 origin is four thousand years old, originated in China. Mm -hmm. And the joke that when we were on this tour, the joke was that the Chinese have all the wisdom, the Japanese make it work. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the idea that you know, there's all this wisdom that's four thousand years old that is used today in modern times. Yeah. That you know, back then it would probably still be uh, kind of tucked away. Yeah, but yep. today we use it in everything in in architecture, design, Absolutely. landscaping, organizing, ergonomics. Um, it's just in every facet. Love it. And Love so, it. and of course, in our bodies, you know. And the main goal in feng shui that that I have with people is better health. Mm -hmm. uh, most people call me for the prosperity, but it's better health because if if our health isn't good, we we can't manifest anything. That's right. That's right. right. You yeah. know, you're not going to be able to be in a relationship if you're if you're feeling sick. You're not going to be able to really do a, a great career if you're weak. Yeah. So you want to have a really strong energy physically, mentally. And the ironic thing about feng shui, because if you read certain books, it sounds like a woo-woo art. It sounds a little superstitious. So a lot of people are like, I'm not into that because that's not me. Yeah. But really, it's all about quantum physics. It's about energy exactly. and moving energy. Exactly. So if you get that, then you can say, oh, yeah, I can work with this. Yep, yep. It's it's about the metaphysical side of things, and I love that. I've always been fascinated by spirituality and yes. quantum physics. Yep. Yes. Love yes. It. And so, if you if you think about it that way, I think everybody can benefit from it, and and nobody is. And with the people that are very uh, shy about it, I just asked them. I said, "Can you walk into a space that 
feels good and and you know it feels good yes can you walk in a space and it feels bad and you know it feels bad yes that's all we're talking about yeah yeah you may not know how to change the feeling which is where i can help but you can feel energy yeah absolutely and here's a here's an interesting um point i mean when i go into a coffee shop or a restaurant or even a an office i somehow I, i listen to my gut and i know where i want to sit because there might be light around, there might be space around. There's, you know, I can't just sit anywhere. There's a certain place that I'm drawn to. What, what's your take on that? That's and and that's because you are a set. You are being aware of your environment and your surroundings, and you're honoring it. How mm-hmm. many people do you know that uh, they don't do that? I yeah. mean, they just walk in anywhere, and they yeah. sit down in the yeah. most awkward positions. Yep, yeah, I agree. And yeah. then you can see how their day is going. Yep. Yeah. You know, and um, so, yeah, you want to feel good all the time. And so you always make choices, even in your space. You know, I took I tell people, get rid of the clutter, get rid of anything that isn't serving you, that isn't moving you forward to where you want to be going. Yep. Anything that somebody has given you that you don't like, don't keep it because it belonged to grandma. Yep. You know, donate it, give it to a relative, whatever, but only have things around you that make you feel really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Love it. Or maybe have have a room, you know, for all your stuff that you want to keep and everywhere else is much more organized and much more uh, fluid. Mm -hmm. Well, and also you ask, you talk about the where you want to sit. I mean, that's a key uh, principle in feng shui is it's called the emperor position or the armchair, which is you always have a solid back to you where you can see everything. Yeah. You you don't want to be facing a wall. Uh, it's you know, you know the mafia use this position all the time yeah, yeah you know because yeah. they want to make sure they were in control yeah and yeah. so you want to be able to sit in your desk in your office space or your workspace where you have a solid wall behind you and a really nice view in front like mm. this water picture would be great in front of me yeah yeah because this is what i see when i when i'm working every day love it love it well, and anything yeah. yeah anything you put in front of you the closer it is to you, the the closer it's going to manifest. Oh, okay, cool. So if you have a desire to, you know, to travel somewhere, then put that picture up there. Yep. yep. Because that may that means all this hard work that you're doing at your computer every day is leading you somewhere. Love it, love it. So, and that may, would make you feel good. Um, the way that I'm set up is really interesting. I was going to ask you this anyway, but because of the structure of my apartment, I have to really be facing a wall. Like I've set up a whole desk and a, an office unit facing a wall because if I move it out, I've got filing cabinets, I block the kitchen. Like, so, but what I do have is I have a really nice picture very close to me of something that I bought in Thailand many, many years ago on a holiday. And so I've kind of made a nice environment, even though I'm looking at, you know, but I'm away from, I'm back towards the, uh, the, the front door, which is not great. But I don't know how to rectify that because because of the space that I'm in. Well, and also you know you have it you have it set up for sound and you have it set up yep. for your that's the right. way your business needs to work yep. and that's important. But what we do oftentimes when we have to face a wall is we tell people to put a mirror on that wall that you're ah, facing. Very cool because it it makes you able to see what's behind you. Yes, so the, the energy is it's not yes, down. and it also expands your view. Love it. Yep. The yep. idea is not to feel confined and kind of blocked. Yep. And the mirror will just open that up. And yeah. it's not for you to see yourself because you don't want to do that because yeah. oftentimes you're tired 
And we don't want to have that image all day long. <laughs> but you right. just want to be able to raise your eyes and be able to see behind you. Yes, exactly. Are you able to do that? Uh, I'm not because I've got a picture, but maybe I can put a mirror in here somehow and I'll rearrange the, the wall. Yeah, the picture, if you can move the picture over and put the mirror more yeah. to where you can see behind you, yeah, I think cool. it'd be a, in really good shape. Okay, I love it. But let's yeah. let's jump in and really get into the nuts and bolts because I want to talk um, about particularly how can people set up their home office to manifest the right energy, harmony, and success. So maybe let's hand over to you to give us some tips and tricks for people, for, you know, setting up their home office because they're working from home these days. What, what are some of the things they should be thinking about? Great question. So the three basic proponents in feng shui are qi, that there's energy in everything. Yep. Uh, the, the balance of yin and yang, which is opposites. Love it. And the five elements. Okay. There's earth, metal, wood, fire, and earth. Love it. And so when I look at an environment, I want to make sure that there's somewhat of the five elements there, that there's not all of one. Mm -hmm. So if it's in, in, in the, in the tech world that we're in, there's a lot of metal mm -hmm. and those are grays and creams and whites, uh, yep. as well as the electronics. Yeah. And a lot of plastic much, as well. Yes. And too much metal is very harsh and cold mm -hmm. and it doesn't do a lot for our health. So we would want you to bring in other things like plants, yep. like water, even a water feature or water picture. That's cool. Uh, plants are really good for absorbing electromagnetic frequencies okay. that we get from computers. Yep. And there's more and more research on that. Yep. And so, and always choose plants that have rounded leaves, not pointed. Oh, yeah, love it. Uh, pointed cool. leaves at you is yep. will incite arguments. Yep. So rounded leaves are more harmonious. Yep, very cool. And then we like to use the prosperity plants like the money plant. You can Google these if you're not familiar with them. The money plant, the jade, because it looks like coins. It's okay. a succulent. Yeah, cool, cool. And then the lucky bamboo. Oh. Those are the stalks. And those are really good for longevity in your business. Funny you should say that. I've got a little, uh, years ago when I first set up my place, I bought three really long bamboo sticks and I put them in this kind of vase. And I've had that for years. There you go. I love it. They're really great because they they do last and then you can just replace them. I've always had people will say, oh, my water fountain uh, broke or my, the fish died or mm. my, my lucky bamboo died. Replace them. Yeah, exactly. There's no there's no woo-woo here. Yep. It means they're doing their work. They're yep. being used. Yeah. So you just like anything, you want to maintain the feng shui. Yep. So you want to keep dirt and dust to a minimum. Right. You want to make sure you have good filtration so you're breathing good, clean air. You want to make sure you have good lighting because that invites the chi in. Yep. Because if you don't have a window in your workspace, yep. then you make sure you have really good natural lighting. I'm starting to use the natural light bulbs instead of the um, LEDs right. uh, because I don't have a lot of light in my, mm. in my home office area. And then you can also do a picture of something that looks like it's outside, like like this picture behind me. Gotcha, love it. You could put something that looks like it's like you're you're looking out a window. Yeah, yeah, love that. And love that it. would make it open up and and that. So you definitely want to make sure you take care of the the basic elements of a space that that promote good health. And then I always want you to have an intention for where you are today is is the beginning of a whole new beginning. So decide today what kind of business you want to have what does it look like how many clients what kind of money what kind of setting and write that down and put it in a prominent place where you can see it 
and always write in the present tense. I have a fulfilling career that pays me $10,000 a month or more. Okay. Uh, and I always put the or more because the universe is abundant and we don't want to limit ourselves. Yeah. So always have an intention. Then set up your space with that good you know, position for your desk. You don't want to be in line with the door. You want to be where you can see the door That's right. at an angle. Yeah. So You know, you want to be able to sit at your desk and then over here is your door okay. in that angle. So not directly in front of you. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, and then if you are in a, you know, if you work from home and you have to share your workspace with your partner, make sure you're totally separated, two desks. You have your own things, oh, your cool. own artwork, overthink. Everything has to be completely separate. Really? Yeah. Not like one big room and then you both work there, unless it's the same business. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. But if you're in a different businesses, you have to treat it like it's two rooms. Yeah, because you're confusing the energy. Yes. Yeah. And if you have baby things in there, and if you have uh, your workout stuff in there, and you yeah. have this and that, you know, it all diffuses that energy of you wanting to really make your career go. Love it. So I know that, you know, if you have a really big space and you have a newborn and, you know, the playpen is in the far corner and yep. you allow yourself a few hours of that, that is fine. But you, in, in the long term, you really want to look at having a designated space just for your work. Gotcha. So you need like having your own little office is always great in your house. Yes, yes. And I know people work from their from their dining tables. They work from their living rooms. Yep. They work in their bedrooms, which we do not recommend at all. No. Um, if you have to work anywhere in the in the house because you don't have an office, just make sure it's not the bedroom. Gotcha. Because gotcha. again, the electromagnetics, we're trying to sleep. That's when we're most vulnerable with our bodies. We're at rest. We don't need all that hanging over our head when we're trying to go to bed at night. Yeah. And you know, I've, heard, so, I've heard you say that about technology as well is move yes. it away or switch it off um, when you yes. go to sleep. Yeah. Your cell phones, any of that needs to be at least six feet away from you. Yeah. I know people go, oh, what do you mean? I got to have it next to me. You know, <laughs> yeah. but it really is. Uh, and some people say, you know, I'm, I have good health. It doesn't bother me. It's not something that's going to hit you tomorrow. It may be a year from now yep. that you have some nervous issues yeah. or brain issues because yeah. of it. Right. Um, so that's important. And then making sure that you, you know, have everything turned off. You know, if you have a big screen TV, which we don't recommend TVs in the bedroom. Yep. But, you know, if you have to have it, we prefer you have it in a cabinet. Yep. Or you have it covered. Love it. So it's actually very logical. It seems very logical when you break it down and just got to think about what is the purpose of this room or this area? And then think about it from an energy point of view. And it's quite logical. It is. And it's interesting to me that we, you know, my goal all of these years of learning more and more and more about it, because it is, it is a complicated art, especially when you get into working with the individual home mm -hmm. and its own energy, it has its own chart. But I, my goal is to bring it down to layman's terms yep. and make it just really basic things that everybody can do to improve the energy in their space. Awesome. So Belinda, that's fantastic. I love it. Um, what about in the car? Do we have to think about any principles of Feng Shui when you're in your car? Because we spend so much time in your car these days. No kidding. It is our, in, it's, uh, it's called the, our vehicle through life. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so it, it is, it is a metaphor for moving through life right yeah. we have to use a car for just about everything yep. and so it really has to kind of mimic the success we're creating in our workspace yep. so it needs to be 
clean, well-maintained, and organized. When I was in pharmaceuticals, I wasn't a big fan of that career path and job, but it it taught me a lot of good skills. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I did when I worked with my regional, the first three days was, I'm going to come and help you learn how to pack your trunk. I know how to pack a trunk. No, there is a system. And so, you know, you have your medical journals here, you have your pharmaceutical samples here, you have your, your giveaways here. And you have this so that when you yeah, get to a building, iPads, your pens. Up, so when you get to a building of 100 surgeons, you're not going to be fumbling through your car. You're going to yeah. get everything and you're going to go and you're going to come and you're going to reload. Yeah. You know, and so it was very, they're very big on that. And so I learned a lot about that. And and so, yes, I, I worked with a client who, who was having all kinds of problems with her business. And I talked to her at the end. I said, can we look at your car? And oh my God, it, the back was just, it almost exploded when you opened oh, the back. It was like a bum show. She had, <laughs> she had her horseback riding equipment, her tennis oh, rackets, oh, her, her all of her work journals and her client files. Everything was just piles. Disaster. So yes, it, it and it will affect your flow and your movement and your success. If you have a, a your car is, is running well, looks well and is organized. Yep. And I even put a, a talisman in my car of some sort. I have the, we're in the year of the rabbit. Yep. Um, so I have the rabbit just icon there representing oh, cool. growth and creativity. Right. Um, so you could do something like that also for a little bit of good luck, good fortune. Um, and then in feng shui, if you have, if you're buying a new car and you want to know which color to get for yourself, um, you can use your personal element in Chinese astrology. Right. So I'm a fire monkey. Yeah. So I might choose a red car. <laughs> cool. Okay. And then I choose the element that complements it, which is earth. Nice. And that's browns. Uh-huh. So one of my cars in the past was a red, was a red SUV and the interior yep. was was brown. Love it. So that's one way you can also use that to to kind of ramp up a little more energy. Love it. Love it. I mean, and when you said that, the same goes for your inbox. If your inbox is a mess or your computer's a mess, your files are a mess. Yes. You can't function. You know, everything has to be organized and clean and easy to access because otherwise this takes too much energy. Right. And a lot of people will say things like, even you said, you know, well, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to move my desk or I might not be able to put a mirror, but look at all the other things you can do. Yeah, exactly. You know, which is get rid of all of the cords and everything that's under your feet that is not organized. You know, make sure that when you walk in, you can see your feet and you can see your desk. Great. Um, you know, all of that is opening up that flow. And then your computer's logged with just, you know, a thousand emails every morning that you say, well, I'll get to that. I'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. It just slows everything down. Yeah. And energetically, much less the, the machine. Um, so it definitely has an effect on that. I've had organizers. My my issue is always paper clutter. Yeah. I'm really good with everything else. But the paper clutter just, oh. Anyway, I had an organizer help me one Saturday for about four hours. We worked on my office. We got all my my files in order and everything. On that Monday, I had four new clients. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It is. It makes a big difference. It's amazing. I tell people, if you can just clean out your junk drawer, everybody has a junk drawer in their house. If you just clean that out, you're already moving energy. Love it. You know, and I say, you know, if you want to get better help, clean out your refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a partnership, clean out your bedroom. Yeah. 
if you want a better career, take a look at your office. Yep. You know, these are the things because they all affect that part of our lives. Fascinating. And if there are things that are not working in your life, you can go to feng shui for the solution. You can say, you know, I'm not feeling very good lately. And no matter what I do, my health is is not great. And I'm doing all the things the doctor says and I'm going to the gym, but I just never feel like. Yeah. Then you can go and say, okay, well, let me take a look at the kitchen. Yeah. And let's see if there's anything I can do there to get rid of expired items. Yeah. You know, bring in fresh fruits and vegetables, clean up the kitchen, add some plants to your house because plants are hell. Yeah. Yeah. And immediately you'll notice that things are starting to flow again. That's right. So really plants, windows, light, fresh air, all these things are really important. And then there's a whole nother field, which we would, we, I would love to get in with you on another podcast. Sure. And that's all about energy cleansing uh-huh. and, and saging and smudging spaces, okay. because that is not feng shui per se, but it complements it beautifully. It's more of a native American oh, ritual. We'll have to do that. But it basically it's like cleaning the slate. Like if you're an artist and you want yep. a clean palette, yep. you, you know, it's like cleaning the slate and then moving in. Love that. And it can be done anytime, even if you're already living in a space. But there are many people who whose houses don't sell or who have all kinds of issues. And once we do an energy clearing on the house, everything moves, everything that flows. Amazing. I tell you, it's there's a lot to this. You know, this is the the underlying hidden metaphysical world, there's something to it. Yes. And even science is now showing that smudging using sage, it kills microbes in the air. Right. Wow. And so now they're saying, you know, that it's a good thing to be using, you know, pretty regularly. So it's great. You know, Native Americans always did it to, to remove negative energy. Okay. Um, I'm going to book you in for another episode all about that. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. And I have some stories of things that I have seen in houses. Okay. So I can imagine (laughs) (laughs) if people want to actually learn about feng shui, is it easy to do? How would you recommend go to a course, read a book? Yeah. Yeah. Well, reading a book is there's two books that are on the, that have been on the market a while that are really great for beginners. And one is the Western school and one is the classical. Uh And the Western school is more kind of a general uh, a method of, of using a map yep. for your house. Okay. It, it doesn't take into account your personal direction your house faces in the year it was built and all right. of that. And right. it's not that. But one is called Feng Shui for Dummies. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. And that's the that's the Western. Yeah. And the other one is the Idiot's Guide to Feng Shui. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You know those series, those book yeah. series that yeah. you ever yeah. Well the the Idiot's Guide is the classical form. All right. And then the the dummies is the Western. Okay. And you can start to learn, okay? And then if you really want to be a practitioner or just more, just because you want to learn more for your own life, then you can take classes in your own city by going to the fengshuiguild.org. Okay. Very cool. And they have teachers from all over the world even on that site. Okay, great. And you can find classes and courses, and then, then that would lead you to then maybe wanting to do some training if you wanted to be a practitioner. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to make sure I put all those links and titles in the notes because i think that'd be a fascinating place for people to go and Um, people can always contact me because i do all of a lot of my work on zoom all over the world all i need is your floor plan the year your house was built the direction it's facing and pictures love it and we can do the whole thing on zoom and give you advice on what might be blocking you 
and what ways you can do to open up that and move energy. Amazing, amazing. Now, you must have seen some amazing things and have heard some amazing stories. I'd love to maybe share a couple of case studies, obviously confidentially, but have you got a couple of great case studies that you can share? Yeah, I have one that I, that always comes to mind because it, it's, it ties in with the, the clearing. I had a client that was referred to me from a holistic doctor. Uh-huh. So he's holistic integrative medicine. He had this client who couldn't sleep right? and he was doing all, of, all the things with her and working with her, but she had not slept. And she said in almost five years, Oh my Lord. And she was probably in her thirties, not a, not an older lady at all. <laughs> and so he referred her to me. And so I met her at her home. Yep. And so I said, well, before we go through the whole house, let's look at the bedroom. Yeah. And so we took a look at the bedroom and I made sure that, you know, she had um, blackout curtains so that you don't have unexpected light when you're waking up. Yep. It needs to be your body clock, not not nature, because right. you're, everybody's different. Yeah, not the construction site next door. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure you have some kind of a, you know, sound uh, buffer if there's yeah. any noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and use, make sure earplugs or something, something, you know, and or yeah. And so basically make sure you have a good organic or really good solid mattress and good bed. And in feng shui, we like wooden beds, not metal. Okay. And um, so and no, no clutter under the bed so the chi can flow around you. Yeah. Um, have some calming pictures. Let's get rid of the electromagnetics in the room. So all of this we did. I said, but. And I use a pendulum, and some people may not be familiar with that, but it's a way to test energy. Okay. It also falls along the lines of um, um, it, chiropractors use it when they're determining the energy of a person before oh. they give them an adjustment. Okay, and maybe um, kinesiologists, would they use that? Yes, yes. And it basically can tell you the energy in the room or in the space and whether it's good or bad. And so I picked up a very strong, strong, heavy, heavy energy in that house. Oh, okay. And I said, you know, we it really needs an energy clearing, and I'll describe what that is to you. And, and so we did. And so we did that on a day when nobody was home, opened up the doors and windows, and we, you know, did did the ritual and then staging and put an intention, what have you. And that's what you mentioned before with sage and all that kind of stuff. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it complements feng shui beautifully because there's energy that's stuck. And if it's been there a long time, if the people that bought that, that you bought your house from died in the house mm-hmm. or had illnesses, mm-hmm. um, that energy and those emotions get stored in the walls. Right. Well. And uh, so we break them up with high-pitched bells, okay. and then we smudge it, and we you know, do a blessing together. Right. So when that was completed, you know, I said, you know, let's check in, what have you. And so she basically said that within a few days, she was sleeping. And then I checked in with her again. She was sleeping. She had great dreams Amazing. and she didn't feel that heaviness and she, yes she was sleeping better than she right. said and i haven't slept in five years right. so that was it was all about the bedroom and the general energy in the house right wow and Amazing. so a lot of people don't think that they think they have a beautifully decorated bedroom but they're not thinking about the clutter under the bed that's right or <laughs> you know they're not thinking about the electromagnetics yeah yeah, yeah. Or they're not thinking about the light and yeah. here a lot of the houses are built with a lot of uh, big windows with no draperies because people want to see nature. Right. But, and but they have these windows much. over the bed. And yeah. there's no, I mean, there, there's nothing at all. So you wake up 
to bright light. Yeah. And then you're, you're, you know, you're shocking your system, if you will. Yeah. Just actually Rather, on that point, on that point, yeah. should people put their bed opposite the window, next to the window, under the window? Okay. Good question on that one, because it's very important. You don't want windows behind you. Right. Even if, even if they're at the top, because it's too much chi flow coming at your back. Uh -huh, gotcha. We want that solid wall again. Uh -huh. A good headboard will will suffice if you have a window, but okay. you also need a heavy drape. Right. Okay. Um, and then windows on the sides are fine. Okay. Even window opposite you is fine. Okay. Again, but at night, close them up. Make yeah. it make it into a little den, a little cave, if you will. Yeah. Yep. Where you can sleep peacefully. Wake up to your alarm clock or the yep. time that you want to wake up. Yeah. Um, and then have that be a consistent thing. Um yep. I love because that. a lot of I'm people like that. I need total yeah. darkness. I need silence. That's I Me sleep too. the best when I'm like that. Me yeah. too. And you're refreshed for the day, you have energy. You may wake up a little sluggish because maybe you know you had a rough night of dreaming, but the, yep. most of the day you have good energy. That's right. Yeah. You love know, that. because of that. And so that's a really important thing. So that was one. Um, another one was, and I'll just leave with this one because uh, time-wise, um, I worked with the um, Memphis, I was living in Memphis, and I, I worked with the zoo. They were going to bring the pandas from China <laughs> to the Memphis Zoo. Oh, my God. And the feng shui masters in China said they would not allow them to be brought over unless their facility had been feng shui. Oh, my God. And so they called me. Oh, and so I helped them with that, the layout and the design. Yeah. And I said, of course, you know, they're going to have their own system and they're going to have their own, you know, I said, I'm going to help you. And hopefully I'm giving you a good foundation. Yeah. And then they'll come back and they'll, you know, do their, their work as well. But anyway, they sent them pictures and they, they, you know, and so they were comfortable. So they brought the pandas over mm -hmm. and they told people at the zoo that they were very happy. And, Amazing. you know, the, the layout was there. So they wanted that to be important, you know. Awesome. And how, they, how did they find you? How did the zoo find you? In Memphis, I was I was pretty well known at that time. Oh, okay. I've been there probably about five years and I've been written up in the in the Memphis Business Journal and some of the okay. papers and things. I was pretty much the only one really practicing at the time. Fascinating. Uh, but yeah, that was really cool. Wow. And, so, and, and I've got to ask if you have time. What about food? Does Feng, does feng Shui also go into food? It is. There is a book uh, that one of the, the teachers wrote on food. I don't know the name of it, but you can just do feng shui uh, foods okay. or for, for good health. And, you know, there again, they're, they're all about, you know, working with the five elements and having that balance of color on your plate. Right. Kind of like the Mediterranean diet, you know, yeah. where you want to have lots of color. Yeah. And, you know, and it's not just about, you know, it's how you eat. You know, not not so doing take your time food. slowly. Yes, being mindful. Yeah, you know, making thing, making sure things are fresh, um, and sitting in an environment that has good good energy. And by the way, you know, we do have a system where we use your birthday and we determine your best facing directions. Oh, okay. And that gives you more energy. So, like, if you're gonna be signing a see. Trump back in the day when Trump was doing a lot of business with Asian businessmen, yep. they would come to Trump Tower. They wouldn't sign contracts unless they were facing their best direction. Amazing. <laughs> and they would they told him where to put the ATM machines that they were in the lobby. They were in the wrong place. Wow. And so 
Yeah. So this, so it's an extra level of energy. And I have, have had people that had really good feng shui, but they were not getting their results. And so we asked, we put them in their best direction and immediately they got pay raises and promotions. Amazing. So it's another level of energy that I work with on, with yeah. people on. Do, do most people in China have a, a natural feng shui component built into the culture or there's a lot of people that wouldn't know a thing about it? No, ironically, it because it's so old, and a lot of it came from their the the, ki the kids today. It's it's yep. their great grandparents. Yep. They see it as superstition. Right. Oh, grandma used to put this red thing over the door, and right. so and so you did you know, and they kind of see it that way. So it's not like a general thing that the culture, gotcha. the Asian couples that call me, they are interested. They understand um, the concept but they don't understand any of the things that we're doing. They weren't really raised with it. Yeah, they, yeah. If they were raised with it, it was more of a, um, more of a, a superstition type of thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, grandma superstitious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and really today we are, we are seeing that there are actually degrees in environmental design. Mm. They're, uh, the organizers, you know, have a full industry, billion dollar industry because they're working on, getting rid of clutter to, to move energy. So the concepts are using being used today everywhere. Um, I had somebody tell me, are you doing feng shui? Isn't that, wasn't that a trend like oh, 20 years ago? <laughs> I go, no, it was, it might've started out as a trend, but it's here forever. I mean, it's a 4,000 year old art, whatever you want to call this flow of energy, um, it's going to be here forever. I mean, it's, it's energy part is, of- Energy is energy. It's part of, yeah. part of our life, part of earth. You know, our, was it Albert Einstein says nothing happens until something moves. Yep. You right. have to move something to create an effect. Right. And so that's what we're doing. You know, I had a lady that was like had 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 just felt stuck in her life and went to her house and she had a lamp that she hadn't moved in forty years. Ah, so we moved her living room around, and yeah. all of a sudden she was lighter. She had, was happier. Amazing. Things happened for her. Yep. Amazing. Now, Belinda, I'd love to give you an opportunity to tell us a bit more about how you actually work and how people can find you. Thank you. Yes. Well, I'm on my 23rd year of consulting. Incredible. I do teach. Yeah, I do teach here in Austin. And I've um, been doing Zoom uh, consultations for about the past five years. And that is really a fun. So I can help anybody. They just message me at my website, designforenergy.com. Or they can also join my Facebook page, which is Belinda's DIY on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And that one is so I, I post case studies, tips. Yeah. I answer questions. Um, I do a monthly newsletter with, with the, the annuals, the monthly stars. So if you're working on a specific issue, I'll tell you that month what you need to activate. Yeah. And that's through my newsletter. So that's on my website. I would say that would be my best way to reach me. Beautiful. And um I love doing it. It has so many facets. It helps so many people in so many different ways. And um, I just enjoy doing it and helping people. And some people would obviously just need a couple of consultations and some people might want a longer term engagement. Oh, yeah. So I do offer packages. So so if you have a home and we're doing it on Zoom, then it's going to take at least two Zoom sessions, about two hours a piece. Yep. The first one is for the assessment. The second one is for the follow up right. and the fine tuning. Yep. And then I have another package where I, and these are these, the in-person packages would involve the energy clearing. 
Um, but I also do energy clearing at a distance. Okay. So that's, that's another thing, uh, can be done. And then, um, so there's different, there's three different packages, um, with different price points based upon, you know, your project and what's needed. And then I also can always just do an hour uh, consultation for anybody just to answer general questions. Awesome. Awesome. And do you do, do you work with corporates as well? Like say a big construction company or an architect is building a big corporate building. Do you? Yes, I have done that in the past, quite a few. And, uh, I had a space that was um, 30,000 square feet. It was a, a huge uh, facility here in Austin yeah. and worked with them on their build out. Fantastic. And then I've also helped people when they're building homes that, you know, at the beginning level, even, even finding the land. Yeah. Because, you know, you want to make sure where you position your home, that it's going to be in a place that is not going to be obstructed by the energy. That gotcha. might be there from something else. So even people, sure. even people maybe that are buying houses, you can help them as well in terms of where to buy. Yes. You know, and even if I'm talking to somebody in Australia and they're wanting to buy a house, all I need to do is see the, we call them MLS listings here. I don't know what they call them there, but it's basically where it's listed on the internet. Yep. yep, yep. All I need to see is, you know, give me a couple of, of houses you're really interested in buying. And I'll do an assessment on both of them and tell you which one has the best feng shui potential. Love that. Okay, very cool. In terms of where the light's coming in, how is it set up, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and is it and is, is the uh, the floor plan one that is has good flow and yep. you know any corrections that we're going to make or you know because there's some some spaces that we there's no corrections we can make. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. Perfect. You're going to have problems because it's just not built right or it's yeah. in a not in a good place like may like it's like next to a railroad track yeah exactly yeah can't do much about it yeah fascinating i think this is all we've done is uh, touch the tip of the iceberg today i think there's so much more yeah. to it but we're definitely going to have you back um to learn more thank you i, I really enjoyed that blinda that was fascinating oh, good. and avoid good. i'm so glad i hope i answered the questions that you think your audience would like to hear yeah, about and, i'm sure um it's it's really you know, it it totally catapulted my career. It's what helped me move away from, you know, that corporate life and do what I love. Yep. Um, and it just made such a difference. And I continue to feng shui all the time. And what what I mean by that is I'm constantly looking at what I can get rid of. Yep. What what can I move around? What can make this feel better? Yeah, yeah. Because you know? things accumulate, you know, over time. Things just accumulate yes. in your drawers, on your desks, on your, yes. in the corners of the room, whatever. In your car. Yeah. And I guarantee you when I say this, because it's it's been reported by so many people, and then it's been written about in the law of attraction uh, field, that you put a picture of something you really desire opposite you. And the next thing you know, you're there. Wow, cool. Yep. It, it just, you don't even know how you got there. It's like, the power I was just of, uh, visual, Visualization and... Um, yes. Yep. And you don't have to force it. You don't have to be thinking about how you're going to get there. Love it. You know, it just immediately something will hit you and you'll you'll follow that lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, it, you know, and that's how it works. It's like we have the three steps. We say, okay, intention, and then set up the space. And the third is take action. Love it. Awesome. Because if I you don't take action, you know, you're just kind of. Exactly. And I think um, doing a consultation where you even just get an introductory an introduction into feng shui 
Was it feng shui? Is that how you pronounce it? Feng shui? Here we, in the West, we, we call it, they call it feng shui. Feng shui. In, okay. in, 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 in China, it's feng shui. Feng shui. Okay, feng shui. Uh, but here we call it feng shui. Feng shui. Okay, cool. And I offer, and it'll be on my website, a free complimentary 45-minute phone consultation. And that is a get to know. That means you tell me about your project and I give you solutions and different ways of working with you. And even if we don't work together, you're still going to get some good tips. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love that. And I think, you know, doing a consultation or just learning a bit more, becoming more aware about feng shui will also allow you to just become more mindful and aware in your day-to-day life because it just yes. adds that element of awareness to whatever you're doing. And that's already going to have a huge benefit on your on your life. I just got asked to give a talk to, um, there's a, I don't know if it's international, but in the U.S. it's called Dress for Success. Okay, I it's, a, it's a nonprofit organization that helps women get into careers yep. who don't have the resources. Cool. So they they provide them clothing, shoes, purses, yep. briefcases, yep. training. Wow. And so they've asked me to give a talk, and it's going to be on how to use what you wear to bring money to you. Awesome. So so feng shui even has a, an element in your clothing. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Dressing for dress for success with feng shui. Very cool. I love it. All right. I'm, we're yeah. definitely going to have to have you back. There's too much to go through. Yeah. So there's some different topics that'd be fun to talk about in the future. I'd love to. All right. Awesome. Um, well, thank Belinda, you. thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed that. You're going to be my resident feng shui consultant. All right. We're going to have you back for sure. And if anybody has questions, um, feel free to write in and check out the links that I'm going to put in the show notes. Get in touch with Belinda, do a feng shui consultation or whatever, because she's fantastic. Thank um, you, Darren. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Would you like to leave us with any any last thoughts? I just want, I always think that it's important to have a, a, a new mantra, not to keep the same old one you've always had. Yeah. And whatever that is, but I would say, you know, your goal is to um, uh, feel great. I feel great and I am totally abundant. Love it. Fantastic. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And I really love that. We'll see you Thank very, you. very soon for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Thanks again, Belinda. Thank you. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. If you would like to join me as a guest on the show, I would be delighted to collaborate feel free to buzz me on 0414-659-800 or email me on darren at suspendedanimation.com.au. I'm always on the lookout for great guests who can share their stories and expertise with my community. Also, if you have been thinking about putting your own podcast together and not sure where to begin, look no further. I run a really simple three-part podcasting course, one-on-one with me, where I walk you through the entire podcasting journey. You will end up with a fantastic new podcast to start sharing right away. Feel free to get in touch to discuss further. But for now, though, have a fantastic day and I'll see you next time.